Charlie, I'm legit sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Lord knows when I'm gonna fucking watch it, so it's totally fine. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm glad that first bit didn't come on because welcome to the Giant Catchman Robot Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Desi's Dead Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Benita. I can't remember what nickname you gave me, Lavario. The invisible, invisible Benny. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I fucked up and told a spoiler from Star Trek Discovery <laughs> to my dear friend here, who has only seen, who only seen season one of Discovery, while I have not seen any, only clips on YouTube, and I'm I'm not shelling out more money. <laughs> for more I did services. clarify that I had only seen the first season. Yeah. And and then he dropped a spoiler for season 3. So Because the fuck Paramount <laughs> shows a fucking trailer on YouTube <laughs> and it clearly says her new rank and title. <laughs> so I was spoiled. I assumed I assumed and you know what the the first three letters the three first three words in the in the soup an ass that means I'm an ass I'm sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> never assume because it makes an ass out of you and me yes yeah but also yeah. Star Trek is better than Star Wars I said it here like also you want to hear more on that go listen to the Night Owl show next Thursday should we should we do an episode where we do like the rankings of all of the movies. So, like, we could look at the Rotten Tomato meters, or we could do our own personal rankings of just, like, the Star Wars movies and then the Star Trek. Yeah, that is the plan. Because this summer, we are going to watch all nine Star Wars movies. And, oh, yeah, you forgot about that. We're going to review did. each I one. I did. God damn it. And we're going to tear it at the end of it. <sighs> Now, Star Trek. Maybe the prequels won't be as bad as I remember, but that mm, uh, I'm not. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, no. sorry. But we're not talking <gasps> about Star Wars. We're not talking about Star Trek, the final episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Fuck that! It's Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Nay, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh my God. That when they showed that at the end, I just like, I mean, I was already crying, but then I was just crying even more because that's like, I did that, like, <laughs> what was that one clip of the girl where she sees the bunny in The Last of Us and she's like, oh, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And <laughs> then it gets shot by the arrow, just like, <laughs> and then cries even more. I was I like, felt like that's. Uh-huh. That's like how I was when I saw that. I was like I was Charles. Like, oh. I was like Charles Dutton in the end of Rudy, just like, God damn, that's right, that's right. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's such a good, feel good movie. I always forget about that one until someone's like, Rudy, and I'm like, Yeah, Rudy. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay. This was. I'm cool. I don't get reviewers. On, you know, minus, I can see why they talk about Kari and then Sharon. But when you go towards um, saying there was a lot of character development between Sam, Bucky, and a lot of character development on John Walker, like, where the fuck was that? 
people because I literally was like this. Come on. Come on, John. Redeem yourself. Redeem yourself. I was like, that's right. This is the one time you got to clap out of my black ass in this whole six episodes. (laughs) 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 I was like, I felt like I felt like it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, where like at the end of the movies, they're always like looking at them from a distance, like they did in this one, or like it just they just nod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm like, that's all you get, bro. You get a nod. Like yeah. you still got a lot of shit to fucking do, but like you got a nod yeah. out of me, and you got a nod from Sam. So I guess that's like step one on your quest for redemption, fucking yeah. U.S. agent. Finally, you got the suit. Um, it looks actually. I was not expecting it, the transition of the actual live action suit for the U.S. agent looks so good. It actually does, and it's better. Right? That, it's better they went with the black and red boots and the straight up all red boots. Yeah, yeah. I thought that like the costume designer on this show, like, give them all of the Emmys mm-hmm. just. Just oh, the costumes of everything. It was just so good. Like seeing fucking Sam swoop yeah. in and you see his full on regalia, and I'm like, it's the most beautiful thing. Like you brought they brought the suit to life. Oh. Like I know people complain like wings back. Ugh. Dos. Not just one. Dos. Red wings. It's got like little buddies. You can break it apart. Put it back together again. Um, so it's so just... it can't be broken again. That's just uh, <laughs> I'm gonna start crying again. I'm okay. Cause that it was like from just like right I, I rewatched episode five and then went into episode six. Twice on episode six, but I rewatched episode five. And it it you can really tell they filmed this all at the same they filmed this all at the same time. Because that easy transition from the end, well, minus the extra credit scene at the end of episode five with Walker making his shield, but you can tell, like, this was, like, the lead up. Like, this, like, it was all, like, and I'm glad I went back to watch episode five because it's, like, we're picking, when we go back, when we get to, all back to Isaiah Bradley's portions of episode six, and it's just, like, it's a good fucking bookend for Isaiah Bradley. Like such a yeah. good book in for him. Like yeah. I that was the part I got emotional at. I was I mean, like, yeah, I was like, that was like, a good that was a good scene. There were just there were so many good scenes. Like the whole lead up to it, it it was just all amazing. Like, even though there was still um a quote unquote superhero battle, but I was very excited that Bucky got his uh, superhero landing um, in that one moment. (laughs) But you can can tell he got... Even with the... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you can tell Bucky finally got some fucking respect by people. Like, as soon as he was walking through the police barricade, Sergeant Burns, he just did a quick nod and kept walking. I was like... Right? Oh. But, like, it didn't feel... It didn't feel like one of those big bombastic superhero battles. Like it was still very much like um street level. 
Yeah, like very contained because you knew it was about saving these people. Like obviously they were still going to stop the the flag smashers, but it's like you had the people like it was well paced out. You understood where everyone was, where like the player pieces were. And, you know, yeah, it wasn't just like a green screen witch fight type thing. Like I'll say most of um well, division was yeah, but I'll say most of uh, Sam's portions were well. You could tell there was it was um, finally streaming this. I didn't stream this through my Roku. I streamed just like from my my TV connected to Wi Fi on Disney Plus. Holy fucking shit, 4K! I'm I'm in the world now to 4K. So it was beautiful. It just it was I, very well done. I could tell the I could tell the CGI like when he's standing there floating. I was like, yep. Yeah, Yep, that's green screen. That's green screen. Okay, but it didn't. It didn't took me out because I mean, like seeing him in the suit and the wings are out. I'm just like, brother, look yeah. good. I mean, I'm not saying like there wasn't green screen, but mm-hmm. it wasn't just like as in your face as it was with the Wandavision oh, yeah. finale, like where you're just like, all of this is green screen. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did laugh because I did um. I, I did yell uh, yellow when he <laughs> was talking to the girl in the in the helicopter. That's like on the count of five. I need you to grab the the throttle, okay? <laughs> and then he like dive bombs the guy, and I just kept thinking of that one behind the scenes video they showed where like in the first episode where he's jumping out of the plane and mm. he's just like yolo, and then like Bucky just like. Or um, Sebastian Stan just does like this horrible scream, but it was just the funniest video. And so when he did that, I was like, "Yellow!" <laughs> uh, Shit was funny. Yeah, he was like when he when that dude rammed Sam into those um those those concrete fucking oh. pipes, and he comes out the yeah. water like, "Oh, you about to get your ass whooped now!" <laughs> like, yep, the, the hood came and out. Like, Wakanda knows how to make their shit, and they make their shit waterproof, son. Yeah, but he was like, <laughs> the, 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 the hood came out of Sam real quick. He's like, oh, I'm about to whip your ass now. Oh, <laughs> it was just, again, it was so good, like, so well choreographed. And it was just such beautiful callbacks, because it's just really funny to see. Well, not so much funny, but it's just very good to see, like, that the first villain that cap fights in winter soldier where we get introduced to sam is this french dude so it's just george St. i just Pierre. love the i love the fucking like full circle yeah of him being like the first villain he fully fights as when he embraces that he is captain america yeah. like um, yes. i saw an interview yes. george St. pierre did he said he knew he was going to be doing Falcon and Winter Soldier since um, Winter Soldier. So he's he just been going back, training, getting ready to do stuff that they, they may ask him to do. Um, so like, wow. you know, big ups to Joy St. Pierre for playing the long game till it finally came out. Like, kept that to himself, like, till they finally started filming. Like, bruh, killed it. I don't see you as a UFC yeah. fighter no more. Backtrack the leaper now. Yeah. Also, like Who's you know, dead? well played that he's he's using his his environment against Cap since the first time he didn't really have um 
chairs. You know, <laughs> yeah, chairs to help deflect a fucking vibranium shield. But Sam, <laughs> like, he just touched, like, that subtle, like, oh, okay, you may got me, but what? Just pop that shit yeah. up. Ugh. And he's like, I gotta go. And he just tosses the shield out, flies out, grabs it, and just, whoosh, I'm like, I'm so a, good. I was just fist pumping like I'm at Arsenio Hall show. Just it was, fist oh pumping. God, it was just, it was so good. Again, the action in this show, so well done, so well choreographed, because it just, it's the kind that sort of like makes you feel it, because you know, there's a lot of movies where you're like, seeing the action and you're like yeah this just kind of looks fake like looks well choreographed and not real in this one you're just like did they really take those punches i need to know um i know because when you see but, when, when kari takes off her mask ooh, like she, she took those punches i'm like jesus those black eyes yeah like, um like, oof. um but they, she did double down. Like, she, like Dovich, you could tell Dovich right from the start. Like, he was not down with this mm-hmm. whatsoever. I remembered his name, people. Good job. I was like, I have to, I have to remember. I have to remember. You can just call him Desi Dovich. Because <laughs> um. that ended up being my nickname. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. but, um. but yeah, like, it was just, it was sort of funny to see, um, her kind of live long enough to become the villain, so oh. to speak, to oh, take yeah. a DC property. Uh, because even her team was just like, girl, you're taking this too far. Like, it was just sort of like the similarities between her and um, John Walker, and then seeing how they like cross paths and then like sort of follow each other's path. Mm-hmm. So, we're like, he at least realized finally what like fucked up shit he did mm-hmm. and like started working his way back by obviously saving the people instead of going after Carly. But like she was just like, nah, kill everybody. And it's just like, funny, funny dichotomy there with them. Yeah, and Walker's journey going forward in the MCU is going to be very interesting. Like he's still unhinged. He's still unstable. Yeah. Um but he does yeah. have a but now like he has a singular focus is keeping his wife safe. And I'm really like But the thing is though since he's been now well him and his wife are now hanging around with um Louise um Mary Louise Dreyfus or Val who does not like to mm-hmm. does not like to be called Val. Don't call me Val. Um, keep it in your head. I think she may get killed. Not Val or I don't. That's what I'm worried about. Like I don't want her to be fridged, so she's like taking the place of his parents Uh because, like, it's it would just be like. Again, like, even with, like, Lamar sort of got fridged instead, oh. like, um, and so, yeah, like, in the comics, it makes sense about why he would go crazy because his parents being brutally murdered, and, like, it makes sense in this show, especially, like, Lamar being murdered in, in front of him, but, like, I really hope 
whatever path they take him on, they don't fridge his wife. Like, yeah, please don't. I know this is this is gonna be very interesting go forward because apparently she was also supposed to be in um, uh, Countess De Fontaine was supposed to be in Black Widow at the end of the movie, recruiting somebody. But obviously, what, what happened? COVID. Um, they ended up putting her here instead. So we're gonna see more of Countess De Fontaine later on, um, and obviously more of Walker. I do agree with you. Frid, um, we already have one person fridged, which would be Battlestar. We, I look at it as we already lost. We already got one black person fridged. We don't need two. We don't need yeah. two, and specifically yeah. a woman at that. I'm just like really just tired. I keep seeing like trailers for the Amazon, the new Michael B. Jordan movie. The Tom TV Clancy, show. That Tom Clancy movie. Yeah. Like I'm still going to watch that thing because I love Michael B. Jordan, but I'm also honestly really tired of seeing those commercials and being like no. him pissed off because his pregnant wife was murdered in front of him. And I'm like, yeah, I thought it can was. Can we not? I seriously thought that was a Rainbow Six. They said it's a Rainbow Six movie. I was like, how's a fucking Rainbow Six movie where he focuses on Michael B. Jordan? And I was like, that's not a Rainbow I Six just... movie. Oh, well. Um, Hollywood, please. Yeah. Please stop. Yeah. Not even Hollywood, just people in general. Writers, please stop. There's two things we want out of movies and television. Rape and bridging of significant others. Yeah. Stop it. Just let those tropes die. Oh, and making black people slaves. Stop that. We we we, we kill got it, enough. Kill of that. it if you have to. <laughs> we have enough of that. Enough. Of that. <laughs> Again, quote another Disney property. No more Negro spirituals either. <laughs> Ugh. No yeah. more. Yeah. I... And I was, what about Sam? Sam needed to get in their asses. Those senators and those those government officials. He was right on everything he said. He referenced Thanos without even mentioning Thanos. He, he compared. Th- I like the fact that he compared Thanos to these governors, pretty much yeah. these government officials. I also love that we got like a um, the better ending for him this time around because, like, the whole re like his whole main story arc in his first issue <laughs> when he was. Uh, Captain America was that he took over for Steve and then he spoke up his mind, like spoke his mind, spoke his truth and then um, pissed a bunch of people off. And so they didn't want to they didn't want to cover for him anymore. So he basically got fired from from S.H.I.E.L.D. And then had to had to fly coach (laughs) to go investigate places. So. I'm glad he at least got uh, I think a little bit better, I, more I, uplifting and I, ending. We'll see. We'll still see how it goes. Yeah, because um, um, how I know, he gets paid and shit. <laughs> I know a lot of people did not like Sam's um, journey as Cap in the comics because they felt it wasn't earned. He was very arrogant before he even became Cap. As some people felt, and it's, it's interesting to get hearing your take on comic book Sam Cap. As opposed to other people's when they view it. So, like me, I haven't read that run of Captain America. But oh, you would love it. It's so good. Uh, I was never big on 
like the only Captain America run I actually do have is was the return of um was the return of Bucky was during the death of the, um death of Captain America um storyline mm-hmm. where Bucky did come mm-hmm. back. That was the only time I ever read Captain America. I was like, wow, you're killing them off, like, but you're bringing Bucky no. back. But Sharon is a villain in that. Well, she was brain brain controlled. Holy shit! What the hell? Mightum Hydra? What the fuck? Like that? It was layers upon layers, like an actual espionage comic. Yeah. And then that was it. I was like, all right, I'm done. I got my fill. <laughs> um, I'll give it a try because also something we both totally glossed over. Torres is actually the Falcon in the comic books. He became Falcon in the comics. It, well, horrifically, first, he was fused with Red Wing um, by some mad scientist. And then when he was recovered, when Sam was still capped, he let um, Torres keep his, um, his wings. He became Falcon. Falcon 2. So I expect to see, since Torres kept the wings... I expect, and it looked like he was in a lab himself. I expect to see Torres in the future as a new Falcon. I'm just saying. Go on with the Marvel. Yep. So I just, I just thought about it. I was like, when, when we was on that scene, I was like, that's right. Torres wasn't. I totally forgot about it. I, I, and um, so. He's not going to be like that rookie I kept on saying for the last six episodes about um, him being the white dude from uh, Ripley the Weapon 2. <laughs> I, look, I did not want that to happen. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but it shows Zemo also in this episode. Zemo got reach. Doesn't matter if he's in the raft. He got reach. He, he a singular focus and he got it done. He just like yeah. his his butler, like bloop. Just huh? I just want I really want to see that scene where it's like just this lovely little old man walking up and like what does he do? Does he pretend to trip? Does he pay somebody else off? Because it's like obviously we know people's reach is farther than it is because one of the soldiers clearly was a flag smasher supporter before he closed the door um or was it I'm, i mean i'm thinking Mitch i Kent. think he was i'm thinking like those old um murder mysteries where you, the, the bad guy think oh that person's with me and all of a sudden they turn around they with the other act they are actually just as bad as they are yeah but there would be no point in him saying that to them before he blows them up because false hope yeah i mean no because like no offense but like a car bombing that's a very quick death so it's like it's not like they're gonna see it coming like i don't think they saw it coming it's just like he's probably dovich was probably sitting there or desi dovich if we're gonna call him um sitting there like fuck yeah we're gonna get out soon no, no but that's what i'm saying like they're they're like oh cool like we got flag special people like yeah and then all of a sudden it's like between one blink and the next they're dead so it's like there's no thought process to them being like oh we were betrayed no before they die which is the whole point of like doing that so i think i genuinely think it was to be like oh yeah we're safe and then zemo's like no you're not bitch like <laughs> <laughs> that was for our benefit, not for theirs. 
you know? Um, I mean, that's obviously just what I'm saying. Theory. Yeah, yeah. Um, that line where he says, "You know, I think it's all it's a callback to where we're at today, um, or well, in general, because or since Endgame, when he says, I know millions of people don't want to see a black man with the stars and stripes.' I was like, people since Endgame was bitching about that, and they still are. So I was like, I think the yeah, I, I mean that's. I think it was very self-aware. Everyone was very self-aware. Yeah. I mean, again, like, we touched on this before, but, like, people still bitch about Obama, the first black president we had. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Racism is still very prevalent in our country, and people don't like to see black people in power. Like, that's, that's just the sad fact of life. Like, things are changing. And things are certainly better than from Isaiah Bradley's time, but it's still like a snail's pace of change. It's still like it's still a bunch of fucking racist bitches. Oh, yeah. Mind boggling. Um But yeah, it was just ugh fucking good. <laughs> it's like this is what people want to scream at their damn senators. Yeah. Yo, motherfuckers, don't listen. Yeah. Like, and it takes someone being in the stars. Pretty much like a, a, that when he was a callback to Isaiah. And you can tell the smirk on Isaiah's face. He sees Sam like breaking down, almost not saying word for word, but saying those key words that he remembered telling Sam. Like the, the, the elated um, happiness. Pretty much like you see him tearing up happy but keeping himself reserved at the same time yeah i really love like it was just it was such a beautiful moment to especially you know after the the recent weeks but especially when sam was like i know what it's like like you see thug like you say terrorist and refugee and thug like that's what you see and i'm just true though like yeah no i was like he's like it's so fucking weird that this came out at so such a fucking prevalent time. This month alone, Ugh. it's like yeah. like the fucking coincidence of it. But it's like what I think what we need out of a superhero show is what we need right now. And the fact yeah. and I guess and I, and I said it before, and I'm gonna repeat myself here. As much as we bitch about Disney and their conglomerate, um, they such money grubbing, money grubbing company. Um, them literally buying Marvel. I'm glad of the fact that they did not restrict Michael Spellman and oh my god, let me pull up the. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to forget her name. Yeah. Michael Spellman, Delon Musan. Um, and the producer of Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hari. I'm sorry, Kari, if that's your name. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I know you worked on Game of Thrones. I think she was Thrones. director, yeah. 
Kari Skoglin 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 okay she was director and producer for the majority of the episodes uh, Michael Spellman and Delon Masson were majority writers but I like the fact that um, and Michael Castine Castine people got names that I can't pronounce but um I like the fact that Disney normally if you look at last year them not going through with the um revival of um the fuck that show like people watch them Lizzie McGuire when they wanted to make certain characters out gay and every um trans they didn't want to go through with that um, the Love Simon sequel series with the Hulu staying on Disney Plus, so people were kind of iffy on like when you get to Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's like, are you gonna address racial issues since you're obviously not addressing people who identify as LGBT? So I was like, even I was like, yeah, Disney is showing their colors, they're showing some Republican roots or whatever, whatever which you want to bring up, but them doubling down and showing it, I was like, okay. All right, you learning, you learning. Good on you, good on you. <laughs> Probably because you got pro-black um, people on this on this, um on the staff. And I know what you're gonna say, but the director's white. He stands for the Black Lives Matter. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm liking the fact that we getting this and Captain America four has been greenlit. And the episode only been out for almost not even twenty. Well, other this recording, twenty four hours. Like literally, <laughs> um, after the episode aired, um, aired at two p.m. today, the Hollywood Reporter announced that Marvel will move forward to Captain America four with Anthony Mackie as the best to stand returning, and um, showrunner Malcolm Spellman is returning to co-write the script. Beautiful. So, whew, this is going to be uh, it's, the, the, the fourth movie is going to be very interesting. We don't know if it's going to set up the next Avenger, um, Avenger movie, um, or what can obviously. I don't think it's going to set up anything. Really, um, well, you got Marvel actors now wanting to work with. I'm like, you didn't want to work with Anthony Mackin before, now you want to work him because he's Captain America now. I see, I see y'all and y'all biases. I see y'all. Well, minus on Brie Larson, she actually likes working, but um, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I just didn't really have anything to say. I'm trying to. <laughs> move my placement because my cat has decided that uh, my shoulder and my the perfect place to sit right now. Recordings. Our new member of so. our new member of Giant Cotswold Robot is Benita's cat. So if Benita <laughs> ever goes silent, it's her cat. It's it's Tink taking control. Tink the cat. Toothless Tink. The unofficial. Oh. Harley, <laughs> the eighth unofficial member of the giant. She's, she's like our Red Wing. Yeah, 
She's just hey. here for support. Harley's technically the Red Wing. Because she, she's Harley's like perched on top of my pizza box right now. I don't know why she needs to move. <laughs> like, get off my pizza. Get your hairy ass. So I guess that would make her uh, technically pizza cat and not Red Wing. We're not on Hawkeye yet, so we're not calling my cat pizza cat. And technically, we would call your dog pizza dog because you technically have a dog and a cat. So <laughs> let's let's like I no, we're not we're not regulating me as Hawkeye. But um, <laughs> but Sharon though, Sharon Carter is like this. I mm, I think the fourth movie could potentially be about Sharon. Hi. Okay. That, that extra credit scene of her, like, first, I feel, before we get to Sharon, I feel this was more of a satisfying moment. Well, not so much satisfying because not a lot of character development on Sharon, like before, like the last two movies, but we got so much info dump on what we could potentially see her doing going forward, which is good on the right direction, but, um, like could like her being power like we got Mary Louise I, Mary Louise Dreyfus and then the Sharon Carter reveal. I feel like Falcon and Winter Soldier in a way de- um delivered fan expectations than WandaVision did. Like people was yeah, le- le- I mean, people was I, legit angry after WandaVision when people was like, Who the fuck is could be the research scientist? Well, I think the fan outrage for WandaVision was far more about uh, Pietro being Ralph Boner. That, um, that too. And being a, a dick joke. But um, this one was, yeah, like, clearly a setup. Like, I still am not sure on it. I'm not really surprised it was one of those things in like one of our previous conversations about it I was like yeah I'm not ruling it out I still don't really see it because again like within the context of the universe Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense so if they're doing this to move forward with like a Sharon Carter TV show or something or to help set her up and link her up to some other things that's fine, but it's like literally like two years happened between Civil War and Infinity War. And she's not gonna get like fucked over right away after being like, Yeah, I stole here's your wings and your shield back, like stealing that stuff. Cause she technically didn't she didn't help them escape. She just sort of like gave them their stuff and looked the other way. So, like, this whole thing of her being, like, ostracized like that and running away to Madripoor just, again, doesn't make sense to me because, number one, it's such a... It's such a dumb crime, like, compared to what a bunch of other people have done before, you know? Like... But I I look at it as this... And... Oh, sorry, go ahead. And again, like, Fury personally selected her to, like, watch over Cap and, like, be his neighbor and be his backup 
and we know from Winter Soldier that she's one of the steadfast and firm, like, this is right. Like, we don't just kill innocent people. And then here she is, literally killing innocent people (laughs) and putting innocent people in harm's way. And then we find out she's been dusted, so it's like... She was, when she was mentioned, she was dusted. It's confirmed from Endgame. She was, her picture was on there with, like, Shuri and T'Challa. I need to go back to watch Endgame because I don't remember seeing her photo. Um. But, um. And I... So, again, like, so she comes back and, like, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, what did they say, six months after the blip? Six, um. Seven months? I know it's sometime after because it's apparently it's taken not at the same time as WandaVision, but like roughly around the same, like same timeline. They, they're, they're roughly right, working around the same timeline. Just so different, it's just, it's points. one of those like time set things where I'm like, okay, so with the whole rigmarole and like bureaucratic bullshit, we'll say like, and counting the blip, it was, Two years, maybe two and a half, two, two and a half years for you to become this all-powerful power broker. And again, like, you were blipped for five years, so you come back expecting to, what, just take your control again? Like, she had a fucking expensive-ass loft. Like, I understand she was a secret soldier before, so she obviously knows, like, connections and knows, like underworld people i guess but it just doesn't make sense to me that she would be the power broker just looking at it canonically well i think her what she what she's doing is valid almost validated i don't think she's she has no allegiance to fury if she did have some allegiance to fury it would have been like some like little hint because at any point, Fury could have done something. He did. He didn't. He well, obviously he's working with the scrolls. But then you can when you was breaking down everything about Sharon. I yeah, but that's what I, I'm saying. Well, like I, I a, don't think Fury would have left her hanging in the wind. I think he did, but I I actually have a theory that when he was talking about it, it, it popped in my head and I broke it down in my head while he was talking. What if she is a scroll? Remember, Talos said there was an evil sect of scrolls who does not want to assimilate. What if? I mean, we got Secret Invasion coming in twenty twenty two, or was it twenty twenty three? Well, Secret Invasion is coming, and they already they're well going on casting. What if she's a scroll? I mean, she could be. This is just a theory. This is just a theory. I'm still on the train of uh. She was like, fuck the U.S. I'm selling. I love how you I'm were se- all like anti-theory in WandaVision, and now you're like, theory train, motherfucker. Hey, hey the theory train hit me when you started talking. It's back. I'm <laughs> here. Like like Don Cheadle in Iron Man 2. I'm here. Deal with it. Now, <laughs> when you was breaking I mean, look, it's a good theory, and I think it's a good setup, because obviously, like, in the comics, she 
was brainwashed into murdering Captain America. So that could be their little like nod to it not really being her. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do just enjoy the fact that like literally everyone hated her in the movies. And so Marvel's just like, well, we'll just lean into that and make sure everyone dislikes her even more. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, here you go. Uh, oh. Like, like, all right, you, 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 you hate her, all right? I'm gonna make you hate her even more. There you go. Yeah, deal with it. Take that spoonful of hate and eat it. That bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. But she killed it though. I, I, I gotta give her to that though. She killed it. But just a little bit of she was, she was given. She still killed it though. I gotta give yeah. her. I at least gotta give her that. Um. You can tell how uncomfortable she was when they mentioned Sharon. I mean Peggy. Like your family lineage, and you can just look the the look of like bringing up this woman again. <laughs> you can tell like bring up my aunt one more time, one more time. I'm gonna get you assassinated. Like she's like she's <laughs> like she's like she's she's like she's there. Sharon's probably there. Like if someone mentions my aunt and Steve, like you can tell she didn't want fuck all to do with Steve Rogers now, let alone with Bucky and Sam. The only reason why she fucks with Bucky and Sam because they keep their word. And Sam did what yeah. he said he was going to do. Like, so she gives fucks about Sam. Just like, but she still got her own agenda. Whatever that is, we just got to wait and see. Or, like, once I mean, again, well, the scroll theory is there. Just put it out wait there. and see. Scrolls. She could be uh, hypnotized and be doing bad shit by, like, she could oh also any number of bad people and the maybe com- we'll still get our robo zola in the comic books sharon did work for De- uh madam um madam hydra for her all mm. female shield um her all her own her own espionage they could be in cahoots so, could be but I, mean, I just thought about that i was like I remember that issue way back in the freaking uh, 70s. My uncle got me, let me read those um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. comics from, uh, I was like about, it took me watching a Nerdist video for that, the, that memory to unlock in my head. I was like, my uncle showed me those fucking comic books. I remember that. I was like, it took me till a fucking, a fucking nerdist video to actually remember. That's that. It shows my me- This pandemic is, has wreaking havoc on my memory. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember shit anymore because pandemic. Like, I can remember Dragon Age, but I cannot remember shit. Did we, did we talk about this? I don't know. Um, but I guess to bring it back to the show and the beautiful, lovely ending that we got just um, the last like fucking 10 minutes 15 minutes of the show i was just like i'm fine <laughs> bucket, bucket being that black uncle at a cookout who's coming in at the last minute with finally the cake. got his hug <laughs> i'm okay smiling with I'm the cake okay. like bucky you, oh. you officially that uncle at the cookout who's coming in at the last minute where the food is just about to be done cooking you coming in at the last minute with a goddamn cake. You ain't slick. Like him hugging Sarah. Like, bruh. 
Get off my sister. <laughs> I see you, Bucky. You, you back to yourself. But calm down. Calm down. How long? It was just. Um, it was so good, and him. I oh. kind of like, and I didn't like that we didn't get to truly see um, the reaction of Bucky's neighbor when he was when he told him was like, "Yeah, I, I killed your son." <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad like, with that because. Because I'm glad because it like it does feel like it's a personal moment between them, like both of them. But I'm also like, but I need to know, did he f*** you or did he kick you out? I don't know. I want to know. I, I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm on the I'm, I'm on the side of no, nah, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know. Like that's not because this is a personal moment. I just feel like it would ruin the this feel good like. It, I, I want to say that scene with Bucky and um, was it Yuri? I think it was Yuri. I think his name was Yuri. Um, I, it was like we get to that scene. I even feel like it was ruining the just like the hopefulness of everything. Was just like if we would have got his angry reaction to Buck telling like I was brainwashed. I I just could not stop myself killing your son. Like, it, we, 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 it probably, I think he would have reacted negatively to it. Like, I don't care why. I don't think it would have ruined the happiness of it because I think that was the whole point of this show is that, number one, you have to, like, take the happiness where you get it. But mm. then the whole, the whole point of, like, moving on is that if you've wronged somebody, you have to talk to them about it mm-hmm. and ask forgiveness but they don't have to forgive you like that's sort of the whole point of of forgiveness is you are not ever owed forgiveness Mm -hmm. if you do something wrong Mm -hmm. to somebody else but you still need to apologize and that was kind of like sam's whole bit so i mean like it's again it's one of those things where i like that they didn't show it because it's again showing Bucky, like, especially after he gives his book and he's like, I finished the book. Here you go. So it's like it's showing him accepting whatever the outcome was, mm-hmm. whether it was forgiveness or it wasn't forgiveness and moving on with his life, which was the which was obvious growth for for him. But like, I think it also would have been good to to again, just showcase that for us. To see, like, it didn't even have to be anger, but it just, even if it was the sadness, and if he was just like, I can't forgive you, please leave. And so then he leaves. So it's like, it's that little bit of sadness with the happiness because it's like, we understand, like, mm-hmm. we can empathize why he wouldn't be able to forgive Bucky. But like, the, the young lady um, at the sushi shop, she gave Bucky a smirk and a, a head nod, like, like, I feel like she was t- like in a way telling him like everything's okay, like you're good. But he has this sm- like a little bit of smirk, and he's realized like I I can't go in, and just walks off. Like or she could have been nodding to him, realizing it was him saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. 
so it's very well, again it's very unclear it's left up to us to understand which again i like but i also dislike that was just my whole point like, like let Bucky find some love it's okay like he's, he's got it with sarah no look look yo look if this they're gonna have my, beautiful babies if i had a sister and it's one of my friends i'm gonna have to kill my friend on sight i'm gonna have to shoot him in the leg they bleed out I would just say with self-defense, like, no, nah, no, nah, you, you ain't hooking up with my sister. You ain't Why hooking up with my sister. Why you guys so dumb? What? I don't, want none, I don't want none of my friends to be my brother-in-law. All right? That's me. This is me. I can't speak for anyone else. I know. No, I know, but I, that's I, what I'm saying. That's very selfish of you. I know my friends. Because you're completely disregarding what your sister wants to do with her life. I... I understand, and, I, and I'm being a total man right now. I get that. I really do. I have a friend. I don't mind putting him on blast because he'll never listen to this. He is trash. I just shake my head every time he, come, he mentions a new woman on, and he shows on the phone like, bro, why, why, why are you putting it out there like that? She doesn't know that. She doesn't know you showing her off like that. Bruh. No, I just just thinking about it. Like I'm seriously, I would be like, "Yo, bro, I heard you with my sister, and I'm gonna have to catch these hands. I'm gonna have to catch these hands. And if you can stand after you caught these hands, maybe. I don't mean to be the gatekeeper. I don't mean to do this. Sorry, listeners, but I'm just sorry. I'm just like I'm just saying. I I I, I have to be my gender for once. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I can't. I I just don't trust every dude out here. I'm. That's my friend Carol. She has a boyfriend I actually like. I'm just saying. Treat my friends right. We uh, we, well, good. we good. We good. Anyway, we get a lovely little happy ending at the cookout. Isaiah Bradley gets some recognition. So rightly deserves, yep. but without like calling attention to him, which I really liked. Like it was showcasing him, but it wasn't like pulling him into the spotlight because he clearly didn't really want to be in the spotlight. Yeah. But it was just, it's nice to know that like he's finally going to recognize for something. Yeah, with the government people are going to remember him for the good he did, which just. Again, it's the legacy. Like, this whole show is about legacy mm -hmm. and how important it is to recognize our legacy and recognize the problems with our legacy. Obviously, we can't ever change the past, but what we can do is remember it, honor what we can, and just do better for the future because that's all every generation can do is just be better than the previous generation before that is wonderfully said oh thank you thank you because that this that scene actually had me going like all right all right second time around yep i'm tearing up tearing up it was just oh I was just like, okay, I'm just, I'm really glad I had the box of tissues next to me so I could just dab them in my eyes. Bitches be cutting onions. It was good. It was, it was actually good. I'm like, 
Sam was um seeing the people's reaction to Sam just like going around being a superhero, like saving the NYPD police uh, police officers and getting On the a bridge, and then Ugh. um saving the other senators and the other um like he has no superpowers. Him and the Red Wings yeah. push the damn thing up. And then that, yeah. that, that smile on Bucky's face, like, yeah, this is your time. Like, it was like, like, it just kept flashing back to, like, Mulan when Mushu was like, my baby's all grown up and saving China. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just felt like he was like, my baby's all grown up and saving New York. Oh. I was like, I, I was legit cheering like I'm at the Arsenio Hall. I, once again, I was cheering like I'm at the Arsenio Hall show. Like, let's go. And he was like, that's Black oh. Falcon. I'm like, here we go with that Black Falcon shit. <laughs> but then he goes, the other brother. It was. Nah, that's Captain God, America. It was so good, though. Yes. When that guy corrected him. Again, the younger generation correcting the older generation and being like, nah, that's Captain America. And I'm like, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like and then all those the other uh, reporters. Should we call you Captain Falcon now? I was like, definitely. They're going after. They're going after people bitch. who was bitching about Sam being Cap. Like you hear all the like you go. You literally go on Twitter. You people you see people who are like, oh, you gonna be called Captain Falcon or some shit. Yeah. I was like, and even just like when he said his his line where he's like, I'm wearing the red, white, and blue, and I'm black. I know what it feels like which is just again so proud like i swear to god i don't know like what magic voodoo marvel does but i feel like their shit always comes out at very like appropriate times because again we just had the, a black soldier get pepper sprayed yep and almost dazed by cops yep. in uniform so it's like and then another- again cops don't see the uniform they see the skin like and then um, at a Denny's, a black soldier and um, black and Latin soldiers were verbally abused by some random white woman at a Denny's. Oh, I missed that. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. I uh, uninstalled my Twitter yesterday because I was like, I can't. Oh, this is not on Twitter. <laughs> this is on Instagram. Oh, well, I didn't see. I haven't been on Instagram in a couple days either. I was like, I need to take a break from social media. I didn't delete my Twitter, but I did just uninstall the app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't. So I guess you can all hit me up on Instagram if you want to talk, but <laughs> don't hit me up on the Twitters. You gotta take my approach to think, well, see, that's why I'm giving you and Christian the Loki show that you're gonna spend all your time working on the episode. But you ain't gonna be focusing on the internet <laughs> at all. The only yeah. time you will is if there's something pertinent you have to look up. Like I, I just did. got tired of the doom scrolling and then the notifications of being like, "Here's a breaking news story," and I'm just like, "Please stop." How do y'all? I can't. The I, world sucks enough. I can't. How, how do y'all set up your 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 accounts like that? Because every time I get breaking news, there's always comic book news. I, I I never have news of the actual. This is gonna sound like you you have no head for the news. I'm like one, like Benita. I don't want to see fuck that's going on in the world every day. And plus, I'm a black man in America, so I'm gonna be experiencing it at some point in time when I go back outside. So 
I intentionally have music and comic books and video games on my newsfeed. Only time it will broach if I have my friends sending me news articles, and I'm like, I got it got to the point where I was like, push fucking so like this is what ten in the morning you sending me this? I'm barely awake. You want my thoughts on this? No, no, you're not getting my thoughts on this. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm gonna be thirty six. We've done <laughs> seen this shit for thirty six years. No, we gonna be talking <laughs> about it. No. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> learning that Long Beach, California, there's fucking immigrant children, not immigrant children, just children detained. Fucking Long Beach Convention Center. I literally was at the Long Beach Convention Center three years ago at Long Beach Comic Con. And it's now using as fucking detainment camp. Ugh. That place is forever tainted. I'm never going back to Long Beach Comic Con. I don't, I don't yeah. care. I'm never going back. The fucking city in Long Beach is fucking trash. So, and it's, and literally that news came out this, this same week as Falcon the Winter Soldier. This See, and it's like, it's shit like that where I just, again, I wish the show would have kept the original storyline it had planned because, like, rumor mill is that it was like a pandemic type storyline. Um, I mean, I again, I get why they they changed it since people are like, oh, real world living in a pandemic, wonderful. But I just feel like the show lost a lot of the momentum for both Sharon and the Flag Smashers. Like, we they just didn't get the character development that they could have gotten or should have gotten. The other character. Would you want to, would you want to like spend another another year working on um these two characters? Because I mean, like, not to sound like condescending, but like, I think we got so much focus on Sam, Bucky, Sarah, Walker, his wife, Lamar, Isaiah, yes, Sharon, and the Flag Smashers did, and and well, Zemo got a little bit of character development as well. And then AO. Yeah, like, yeah. Like everybody on this show got development but Sharon and the Flag Smasher. Oh, Carly. Like all of I their say, shit. I would say Carly. ADR. I would say I would say more than Car- oh, Carly, more than Flag Smasher. Blah, 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 blah. Flag Smashers, then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get my words mixed up again. I, let me, all right. <clears throat> I think Carly right. got more development. And the flag smashers. How was that? So fucking hard. She didn't. But she didn't. Like, she genuinely didn't. God damn it. I did it again. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, she did. I agree. I can't fucking talk. (laughs) I agree. I'm going to say, like, so many of their lines and the big pivotal moments with them were ADR. It was, like, flagrantly like obvious mm-hmm. that it was ADR and it was a change. So like Eve, like the whole scene with the doctor where he's like, Oh, this Donia Vadania, a tuberculosis. Like it was so obvious where it was like, he's talking and then they immediately cut away. And then he's like, yes, she had tuberculosis and she was sick with tuberculosis. Like 
clearly that was not what he was originally saying and why they had that awkward cut. So, again, I understand why they had to change things. They didn't feel comfortable with having a global pandemic during a global pandemic. But, I don't know. I'm just of the type, like, I feel like if it was your original story, if it was your original intent, and if it served the story and the characters the best, like, I'll, try and stick with it as not, much as sorry. we can. I'm actually kind of glad I didn't go through the global pandemic route, because I, I would definitely would not be... Everything that came out that has movies or television shows that deal with the pandemic, I'd stay away from it, because I'm already living it. I don't need to fucking see it, especially within superhero movies or TV shows. I don't need to see it. So I would have, I would have actively... Okay, but what other, what other stuff have they come out with about pandemic stuff? Oh, the horrible Michael Bay movie with the dude who plays Archie, um, Chattawally, Edge of Four, and what's her name? Everybody dislikes. God damn it! Um, she was ugh, Princess, not the Princess Bride, and Hathaway. I literally had to go through the, like the list of movies that she was in. Um, Chetawali Edge Four and Anne Hathaway did a pandemic movie, and they was robbing. While uh, Britain was on lockdown, they robbed her job. And I'm like, okay. I have no idea what. Don't watch it. Just don't watch it. I, I, I there are some actors who like to act just to act, and then there's some actors who be like, are you collecting a paycheck? It feels like you're collecting a paycheck. This movie feels like a paycheck movie than an actual movie movie. Um, and then there was an NBC show that got canceled that de- that was in the pandemic. And it dealt with two people finding love with one another during the pandemic through Zoom calls. And I'm like, why? And then, oh, Superstore dealt with being in the middle of pandemic except for showing their view of workers in the final season which is which is kind of like kind of sad that their final season had to deal with the pandemic but also showing what service workers go through while working through the pandemic but in a comedic way but i'm like "Mm -hmm, i'm good oh and i've been seeing people like we're with spider-man and all this the fucking kid is on the run. Did you not see Far From Home? <laughs> Looking at Twitter while talking. <laughs> he is on the run. Like, what the fuck are you going to do? They're going to shoot him if he comes in and help Bucky and Sam. What the fuck? I'm like, God damn it. I'm, like, I'm getting tired of people. I'm getting tired of people. All right. Review time. <laughs> Scoring time. <laughs> I'm about to rant. I, I was getting ready to rant. I'm getting ready to rant. I can feel it. I can feel okay. it. You know how like the Hulk okay. about the Hulk out. So, yep. Yep. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> okay. I just haven't heard of any of those shows you talked about. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I don't. haven't watched Superstore, and uh, I really actually don't watch much network TV. I love America Fair. And. Um, you know, I haven't watched any like in theater movies in like a year, so I'm still pissed off that <laughs> I can't believe I'm, this. This is a trigger. This is a trigger. Star Wars is still the last fucking movie 
I seen in theaters. Mm. So the last time you went to the movies was in 2019? No, 2020. I seen Star Wars Feb in uh, February of 2020, the month before the pandemic. And the reason why I re- the reason why I remember that so vividly, I watched Star Wars three weeks before my grandmother's passing. Literally four weeks before the, the lockdown. Mm. So, fuck Rise Skywalker. It was last movie I saw in theaters was Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears. What the um, hell is that? <laughs> It was a movie based off of a TV show. There's a great murder mystery TV show called Miss Fisher. Oh, <laughs> murder yeah. Mysteries. And they did like a whole like Patreon, or not Patreon, but um, like is, Kickstarter is to it, get like a whole movie. Is it was um with the, um if I remember correctly, they're British actresses, but they was like set in San Francisco. Or I'm For Miss that, Fisher? Yeah. Or, no, or, or no, this one, she was in Australia. It was, um. God, why am I blanking on her name? Essie Davis. She played the mom in the Babadook. Never seen the Babadook. And, um, oh, it's a good, good movie. But she's a fantastic actress. She played. Um, you might know her from the season in Game of Thrones where Arya like quit the um, faceless men, and uh, she hid out with the actress from the stage play. That she was supposed to kill, but didn't. I almost, but anyway, that's I want, a deep cut. But I, she's yeah, been Essie Davis. Cut. That's a super deep cut. Essie Davis has been in so many things, and she's a fantastic actress. And um, I just really enjoyed the Miss Fisher series, and me and my friends were big fans. So yeah, we all went and made a big event out of it. And then the very next day, Colorado was like, "All right, well, we're shutting shit down, people." <laughs> Literally. The next day, and I was like, well, glad I got to watch one more movie before everything shut down. Oh, I miss movie theaters. I don't. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm This pandemic show that I've actually seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse proved that I don't like the theater experience anymore. And I would rather go to a movie theater during the day where kids are in school, not on a Friday, not on a Saturday or a Sunday, during the middle of the week where kids are in school, kids and teens are in school, and then the movie theater is close to being empty. That's the only way I would probably enjoy a movie in the theater. The only time I would ever watch a like in a, a theater experience movie if it's like an avenger type of movie i won't even watch a normal marvel movie anymore like the last normal marvel movie i actually seen at theater theaters that i enjoyed because it was very little people was civil war by the time i got the infinity war and endgame i was like all right i'm i'm getting i'm getting people hyped but i'm like can you sh- like shut the fuck up let me enjoy the movie if this person quit touching my leg, seriously? 
Like, and then this, like, I, my grandma didn't help me things matters. Is her screaming, hooping, hollering. That's my good memory, though, from my grandma. Her so what you're saying is your nickname should now be changed from instead of Desi is dead, is Desi is old man who screams at cloud. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I, cool. I, I fully accept it. I fully accept that title. Thank you for thank you, um, psychiatrist Benita, for <laughs> helping me get to this point in my life. Um, I have great I have great hair now. I have gray hair, and I'm embracing the old man side of things. I'm just saying, you need to you need to have like do some Photoshop where you just you're screaming, but then someone just puts the cloud in the picture, makes like, it look like you're screaming at cloud. I will now start enjoying now from this moment on, people from this Falcon and Winter Soldier review from now on. I am now your old man, Des. I'm like old man Logan, but without the powers. I, He's just gonna be screaming and running through the forest. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm embracing it. I'm, I'm going to embrace it. And with that, I'm gonna give this whole entire se- season of Falcon and Winter Soldier a hundred out of a hundred. We're jumping over ten out of ten. We're jumping over twenty out of twenty. One hundred out of a hundred. It. Satisf- uh-huh. It's okay. Actually, ninety-nine out of. 100. I would like, I would like the record to show that old man Des did not let me do that in Wandavision. And but now he's 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 changing up the rules. Oh uh, well, fine. um, well, it come, it came to our attention, um, mainly Christian's attention, when it was Wandavision. You and Christian was the more even killed people on the podcast. Uh, while I was the chaotic force, the Agatha, if you will, of that podcast. On this podcast, we're talking Winter Soldier. I'm the one who's being more calm, more cool. I'm, I'm besides the um, this earlier uh, of the art review, me saying um, being what's, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, I feel like I'm heavily disagreeing with this because Christian and I were super fangirling over WandaVision. Yeah, and I was still being... There was no, there was no even keeledness. You were the one that was being level-headed, not us. Here's the thing, though. I was bringing the chaotic energy. So, y'all, was, y'all was fangirling, but I was still you, being... I was being the negative. Were, I was being no. negative. Listen to those episodes. I was literally no. being negative. But here, I mean, I'll I'll I'm, listen to him again, sure. But here it shows, and this specifically this episode, um, I'm a male chauvinist, but and also an old man who don't like people no more. Well, I've been <laughs> I've been don't like people, <laughs> oh, except for you because you're on the podcast, but you know, so you you, you, you fine. You keep me, you keep you keep me level. You like you 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 like not Jean Grey. You like Storm. Keep Logan <laughs> level headed. Okay. It would so, be sweet if I could weather though. I, I know. I'm like, yo, can you just wash out the, all the racist people out? But yeah, 99 out of 100. <laughs> um, I'm giving this answer 99 out of 100 because I do agree. 
like when I say I know I've been like this whole episode, and I actually do agree with not a lot of character development on the Flag Smashers. The fact that Kari all this time was a fucking teenager, a teenager getting yeah. away with all this shit, like holy fucking shit. Um, yeah. And um and the fact that we didn't get a lot with Sharon. But they did. The reason why it gets such high marks, but even this really is a ten, uh, a nine out of ten. But I like the fact that Sam, and you mentioned it all the way back to like episode technically four. Sam is fighting smart. He's using skills that he already has. Yes, he doesn't have powers, but he's using his skills. He's using his wings to like when she was punching Sam, he used the shield and his wings as leverage. Yeah. Like he, it was, yeah, it was just like the beautiful like callback to Spider-Man into the the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Like we've said before, like anybody can wear the mask, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, like you don't have to be super to be Cap. Yeah, and he was literally trying to talk her down while she was just fighting him. Something that cops don't still don't fucking do. Yeah, Sam, he, Sam like, was doubling uh, down. I'm not gonna fight you. I just want to talk. Let's not let's not do this. <sighs> so, yeah, yeah. Great emotional payoff. Um, not a lot of character developments, but still some good character developments. Love the fact that we see Sam in the suit and it rips away, and it's Captain Captain America and the Winter Soldier. All right, now I'm gonna need some tissues for that. It's just it's so good. This episode. In particular, I am going to give 10 out of 10 because even with, like, again, the Flag Smashers being not a well-developed villain, like, they had such potential, I think, is why I'm so disappointed in them and that, like, I'm missing out on the storyline that could have been because, yeah, there just wasn't really the development for either them or... Sharon Carter, especially since apparently their stories are so heavily intertwined. Um, but even then, like the show, this episode was still so fucking good that it it kept you hooked from the first second until the very end, and it was the beautiful fight, and it was the beautiful just elevation of of Sam. Mm-hmm. You know, like just him rising up to the challenge and him knowing he still has to do what's right in the world, even though <laughs> the world may hate him for it. Um, and just such a wonderful ending for both of them, for both him and Bucky. And I just want more of them together. I want another season. I want another movie. I just want so much more. And um, yeah, overall, I'm going to give this show, like the whole season, fucking 9.75 out of 10. Because it was damn near perfect. Again, just I wanted more development from the villains and the flag smashers. Because it's just... They could have been a great, under, like, Sympath- understandable villain. Sympathetic. You can be sympathetic. Very sympathetic, to, yeah. Like, we, we could have gotten that. We could have been sympathetic to them if she, if we didn't get that 
in the in a way pivotal moment of her blowing um uh, blowing up those um GRC soldiers. Yeah. Um it just you turned like you said, that's where you turned her into a villain. She, she finally became the villain. It wasn't killing Ballastar, it was killing it. Majority of those men were innocent. Well, the majority of them was not, but still, she took a life already. She took lives already before taking yeah. outright taking one in terms of Battlestar. And I mean, even like Sharon, when she killed that guard, like she could have just incapacitated him. And she was like, no, nah, I straight up murdered him. I melted his face off. No big deal. <laughs> okay. Where? What? <laughs> um, like, we get he's bigger than you, but. Jesus, but and still, <laughs> like, and you still see him melting. Like, oh, you, you killed him, killed him. Like you, yeah, you, you like, make good on that threat. He's straight dead. Like, <laughs> shit. Um, scroll. But yeah, I just wanted scroll. One more out of them, but fuck, this show was so goddamn good. Like, I can't wait to just marathon it all together <laughs> well it's so rewatchable and i love it because i didn't do the maria Moreau at the start of it thank you for listening to the john kochman robot podcast you can listen to us on spotify soundcloud stitcher comments on the apple podcast if you want more of the john kochman robot i'm just gonna just go over spotify subscribe like um just go over to instagram follow us you can DM Insta. You can DM the giant guys with a robot, but don't personally DM me. I'll just delete it before I read it. <laughs> or if you want me to openly read your shit publicly, I got a Twitter. I have been doing that for the last <laughs> week, uh, for the last month. Don't DM Desi is dead. I will delete before I read. I don't know you. That is my rule. If I know you, I'll read. I'll, I'll read the message. If I don't know you, delete. That's how it works. So just remember, for Desi, DM stands for don't message. Thank you. Because I am old man Desi. And he's going to be screaming at clouds. All the anger, none of the powers. That is a good slogan for me. All the anger, none of the the powers. There you go. Fuck yeah. Um, There you go. (laughs) We got the Mortal Kombat review coming soon. We have Invincible... Um, episode 7 review coming soon. We will be doing Loki. Well, Anita will be doing Loki. Well, reviewing Loki, not yes. actually doing Loki. Even though I know a lot of people like Loki like that. It's like, I mean, I like Loki like that, but I sh- I'm sure he would understand when I would say, I don't want to do you. Because, you know, yeah. part of being asexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawkeye coming this fall. We got something to look forward to. They just finished wrapping Hawkeye. That we got themes of grief. We got themes of racial injustice in this show, and I'm very interested. I'm to see what is going to be. Actually, I might watch Loki and listen to the podcast to follow along because what is going to be the theme overall besides time travel for Loki? But what is like the emotional core for Loki going to be? And the emotional right? or the emotional core for Hawkeye. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting because we know Ugh. Hawkeye is the passing of the torch. So, but 
what's the emotional core? I just keep thinking all of these things and I'm like, stop thinking that and just wait for the show to come out. But I'm just like so excited for Loki. I'm just, it's fine. I'm okay. While you're thinking about that, to the next episode. What? Thank you.